entered the presence of God into his word to the book of Genesis chapter 15. And uh, I want to stir up your faith tonight. Glory be to God. Because somebody here is going to receive some great things from God this year. And faith is that invincible hand that receives from God. Faith is that invincible hand that receives from God. And I want us to see this in the word this evening. Genesis chapter 15 and then Romans in chapter 4. There's no better time at the beginning of the year to get into the word of God and learn about faith. And you know God doesn't leave us to guess about faith because God lets us know about faith through the experiences of people that have made faith work. And one of those people is Abraham. Abraham is referred to in the Bible as the father of faith. And we're going to see something about Abraham. So Genesis chapter 15 and then Romans and chapter 4. I want to stir up your faith tonight. Because God has some great things for you. Glory be to God and me. According to what he has promised. And we're going to receive them all. Can somebody say amen? amen. Glory be to God. Romans chapter 4, we're going to begin from there tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now we're going to start from verse, uh, verse 1, Romans chapter 4. Remember again, I want to stir up your faith tonight. And I want to encourage you to keep your faith stirred up all through this year. Keep your faith stirred up, ready to take what God says, ready to receive. You know what I found out? And this is not just because I'm telling you, but from my own experience. And that's one of the reasons this year I've made up my mind, hey, I'm going to listen more and more, more and more to tapes. I'm, I'm going to stir myself up. I don't care how I feel, how things look. I'm just going to plug into the Word of God. I tell you, every time Satan gets you out of the word, he gets you into weakness. Every time Satan gets you out of the word, he gets you into fear. He gets you into doubt. You notice that. You just stop hearing from God for a few days. The amount of fear, the amount of doubt, the amount of uncertainty that will envelope you like he's been waiting to catch you. And that's why for you as a Christian, that is something we don't play with. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I want to encourage you. Get as many tapes. Get those. Even if you've listened to it, get it again. The idea is just keep staring yourself up every day. Listen to something. Read something that will stare. Get those newsletters. Read something that will stare yourself up. Because you are doing something good for yourself. Hallelujah. I tell you, God's ready to do some great things, but those who are expectant, and the only way you can be expectant must be by faith. There's no other way. Glory be to God. Listen to this, Romans chapter 4. What shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, has found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he had whereof to glory, but not before God. But what saith the scripture? What said the scripture? Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Abraham believed God. That's, uh, that's the greatest statement about Abraham. He believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. He didn't walk for righteousness. He probably did not deserve righteousness. But there was an action he did. He believed God. The God whom he did not see. Yet he put his confidence in that God. And God said, this is the highest thing a man can do. Not to see me, yet believe so much in me. And God turned his, his action and said, I impute righteousness to you. Yet he never worked for it. So I believe with all of my heart. There are some things you and I need to step out and do for God this year. That's going to make God himself say, hey, I've got to respond to that. Amen, somebody. Abraham believed God. What a statement. And I believe this new year, 2005, you are going to believe God. 
And because you do, God has to impute. God has to cause some things to happen for you. You know, set your mind to start to think like that. Glory be to God. This is not going to be the year where I'm going to let fear dominate me or unbelief dominate me. No, no, no. Like Abraham, the father of faith, I am going to believe God. I'm going to believe His Word and take God seriously. You know, in my life, I'm basically take His promises seriously and I will see something happen. Can somebody say amen? amen. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, let's also read one more scripture there. Praise God. Praise God about Abraham. Now, listen to this in, uh, in verse, uh, yes, verse 12. And the father, Romans 4, 12. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk, now notice that, who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Now, if you understand covenant, circumcision is a very important part of covenant. Yet the Bible says Abraham, not yet being circumcised, but walked in the steps of faith. And as far as God was concerned, that was equally as good as him performing a physical act of circumcision. God reckoned something to him. But particularly, I want you to note those phrases there. The father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith. They walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham. Walking in the steps of the faith of our father Abraham. And Abraham's faith succeeded. Abraham's faith got results. Abraham's faith pleased God. Abraham's faith caused God to reckon righteousness to him. And here's the challenge here. God is saying, hey, I'm looking for men and women. They don't have to be born Jews. They don't have to be born in Israel, you know. But there will be people who have made up their mind that they will walk in the steps of the faith of Abraham. Lift up your right hand with me. Let's make a declaration today. Say with me, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I make up my mind tonight. As I have stepped into 2005. That I am that person. That has made a choice. To walk in the steps. Of faith. Like that of Abraham. I am one. Who has made a choice to walk in the steps of faith like that of Abraham. And the results that Abraham got, the supernatural results that Abraham got, I believe I will receive them too as I walk in the steps of the faith of Abraham in the name of Jesus. Amen somebody? Abraham's faith got him supernatural results. Listen to what the Bible says about the results that he got. Verse 18. Who against hope? That is Abraham. At the age of 65 in Genesis chapter 12, God had come to this man and said, Abraham, come out of your father's land and follow me. And Abraham packed his bags and walked out of his father's compound. And the Bible says he went not knowing where he was going. All because he heard the voice of God. And God said, follow me and I will make your name great. Follow me, I will do things in your life that even your own father, Terah, never saw. Yet Terah was a great man. He was a rich man. And God said, I'm going to, I'm going to let your life surpass that. Listen to me. Every single person here under the sound of my voice. Because you have a covenant with God. Because you are in, in covenant with God through the blood of Jesus. The things that can begin to happen in your life, they will surpass whatever you've ever seen. Come on somebody. For you, it will be milestones. Are you hearing what I'm saying tonight? That's the kind of word God gave to Abraham. 
And God didn't have to show him any sign. God didn't see, show him any projection. That man simply trusted the word which he had. You know, many times today now, well, I wonder, why is it so difficult to trust what God says? Because when we look at Abraham, he never saw an angel. He never saw thunder and lightning. Nobody even prophesied to him. God just told him what he will do for him. And this man, in simple faith, just said, okay. Okay. That's all he said. And packed his bag. And his own father asked him, where are you going? He said, I don't know. And just pack your bag. I don't know. But a voice came from above and said, follow me. And I trust that voice. Somebody lift up and say, I trust the voice of God. Say it again, I trust the voice of God. I trust the voice of God. Say it again, I trust the voice of God. And Abraham packed his bags and walked out of his father's house. Walked out of wealth. Walked out of comfort. Walked out of convenience. Not knowing where he was going. Because that voice told him, I'm going to make your life great. Listen to me. Coming into Jesus Christ. Putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Trusting in the blood of Jesus has brought you and I into the same covenant relationship like Abraham had. And I want you to know tonight, God, the same promise he made to Abraham, trust my voice. Follow my voice. And I will make you somebody. I will make your name great. I will give you a destiny like you have never seen before. He said, the problem begins when we begin to look back. For Abraham, there was no looking back. It was total confidence in that voice of God. That is what will make you pack your bags. And yet you don't know where you're going. Just following the voice. Amen, somebody. He was willing to be foolish. I'm sure some people must have laughed at him and said, this man mm, is too old now. Something's gone wrong. How can you pack your bag and say you are going? No, he didn't just pack and say, he heard a voice that said, follow me. I want you to know something tonight. You have heard the voice of Jesus. You surrendered your life to him. You've made up your mind to, 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 be, to be born again, to be a changed person in Christ Jesus, a new creature in Christ Jesus. And you have made up your mind to follow him. And how do you do that? You follow his voice. You follow his word. Listen to me. It is not an attempt in futility. It is not a waste of time. When Abraham left his father's house, it didn't matter what you thought. Maybe you thought he was too old. Maybe you thought he was going crazy. Maybe you thought he was bored. It didn't matter. He heard a voice. Glory be to God. And he made up his mind to follow that voice of God. And God said to him, if you follow my voice, I will make your name great. I will do something in your life that you have never seen done before. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. That is still what God is saying today. If you will find a man or woman that will follow his voice uh, and trust in his voice uh, and just pack their bags, so to say, and not look back uh, and make up their mind. I have decided uh, to follow Jesus and follow his word. Hey, hey, hey. Your life has not seen anything yet of the goodness of the Lord uh, that he's going to bring to pass. Can somebody say amen? And that's why I say to people all the time, Christianity is not a religion. It's not just a stupid following of a creed or theology. No, it's a living relationship. When Abraham heard the voice of God, he knew it was not a joke. But when he made his choice to follow that voice, he knew he had made a commitment. Today I wonder why people back away from God. Or people who used to serve God with all their strength, relent. That means they've stopped trusting in that voice. That's why they're backslidden. That's why they're not hot anymore. They've stopped trusting in that voice. I want to challenge you this year. This year is going to be a year of great things. Dr. Jerry Savell received a tape from him every month because I'm a partner of his ministry. He said God told him that in 2005, 
Those who are faithful, they're going to thrive and they're going to flourish. This is our year. Hallelujah, somebody. And Abraham chose to follow God. It didn't matter what anybody thought. I'm sure they must have thought a lot of things. But he made up his mind. I have made a commitment to follow God. And that's it. Nobody can unconvince me now. I'm past that age. Amen, somebody. And the more you get into his word, the more you trust his voice, the stronger your commitment is. Amen, somebody. Glory be to God. Let's watch this that happened to Abraham. God spoke to him. Promptly packed his bags, called his wife Sarah, and said, we're going out. Where are we going? I don't know, but the voice told me to follow him. It was the voice of Almighty God. And we're following him. It's a commitment. God had made a, a promise to them. Not only will I make you great, your name great. God said, I'll make you a father of many nations. You're going to see things happen in your life that you've never seen before. Even though you are 65 years old, I can do more in two years than in 65 years. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying here? God can do more in the next 365 days in your life than you've ever experienced all your life put together. Because He is the Almighty God and He has not changed. Amen, somebody. And that's why you've got to be up. You've got your faith in God's got to be alive. And others are relenting and, and waxing weak. You make up your mind. This is my year for greater strength. Daniel 11.32 The people that know their God, they're going to be weak and tired. But that's what we're seeing today. <laughs> All those who, who say they used to know God are weak and tired. Devil has, devil has battered their heads so, so much, they almost are TKO. What TKO is technical knock, spiritual technical knockout. No, no, it's the other way around. Those who know their God. You see, if you meet a Christian, it's almost a TKO at this time of the year. Then you wonder, did they really know God? Because God, if God's word is true, it says those that do know their God shall be strong. But if you are weak and worn out, then our question is, did you really know God or were you pretending? Because if you know God, it will produce something in your life. I'll say that again. I said, if you know God, it will produce something in your life. And it is not weakness or tiredness or defeat. It will produce something better than all those things. Amen, somebody. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Abraham was such a man at 65. And notice when God came to them, they had no child. Abraham and Sarah, they were barren. Something was missing. He was a wealthy man from what the Bible says. He had cattle, he had goats, he had... I mean, those, in those days, those are the way you measure the, uh, measure the rich man, how rich a person was well, by what he had. He had everything. His father himself was a rich man. He had a house, had servants, had everything. But he did not have a child. And when they thought that's over, forget about that, God says, no, this last thing in your life, I am going to give it to you. Listen to me tonight. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. That whatever has been missing in your life, if you will follow this God with all of your heart and trust his voice, God, like he did for Abraham, God will put into your hand whatever is missing right now. God will cause it to become a reality. You make up your mind. I'm going to walk with this God. I'm going to trust His voice. I'm going to follow His voice. I'm going to follow His word like I've never done before. And God is saying, like He said to Abraham, then I will then make it my business that whatever has been missing in your life, it's going to be supplied. Can somebody say amen? That's the way this thing works. Make up your mind tonight. God never fails. His word, his voice never fails. He's just looking for somebody that will believe it enough to do what it says. Abraham heard that call. 
He and Sarah were barren. They had their own concerns. But the voice of God was more important to them than their concerns. I'll say that again. The voice of God was more important to them than their concerns. What are your concerns tonight? Oh, things are not working the way. I don't have enough money. I don't have the job that I need. I've not built a house. I've not... People have different concerns. You may be here today. I'm not married. I don't have children. Everybody has concerns. But hear me. Abraham and Sarah had concerns. They were barren. But when the voice of God came, they put more time and attention to the voice of God than their personal concerns. When you make trusting God your business, God will make helping you his business. You better get a hold of that. When you make trusting the voice of God your business, then God will make helping you with whatever he has his own business. Why don't people get help today? Because they're not trusting in his voice. They think it's not serious. They say, well, I can't see him. So whatever he says, well, I'll take it, you know. But Abraham was different. He never saw God face to face. Yet he trusted. And that impressed God. Abraham believed God. He did not see. And God said, this man is doing something that I want every human being to do. To trust me with all of their heart. And God imputed that to him as righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. And he went on to live to be one of the greatest human beings that God has ever raised up on the face of this earth. You know, when you read about it, you get excited. That God can take a nobody and make you a somebody. Hallelujah. God can take, like I said in in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, God can take a reject and make you a prince. Psalm 113, God can pick up a beggar and set him with the kings and the princes. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. Hey, rejoice tonight. I don't care what man has ruled you out of. I don't care even what the natural circumstances have ruled you out of. God says, if you follow my voice, I can take you to places you've never dreamed you can get to. Amen, somebody. That's exactly what he did for Abraham. And then gave them their heart's desire. I love this. Praise God. I'm going to show you principles that helped Abraham to get a hold of these things. Now, first thing I want to say today is this. I want you to write it down. There is nothing God has said in this Bible that is beyond happening to you. There is nothing good, I'm serious, that God has said or proclaimed in this Bible that is beyond happening to you. In other words, it can happen to you. Settle that in your heart. Somebody said, but it's not happened yet. I've done everything I know. I said there is nothing God has promised you in this Bible that is beyond happening to you. In other words, you need to change your mindset. Whatever God has said in this Bible, it will happen to me. Whatever God has promised in this Bible, it will what? Happen to me. Throw out every locked door, every limitation in your mind. Start to read your Bible, the promises of God, with a new excitement. That was the same excitement Abraham had. 65-year-old man, barren. His wife is barren. They're not even looking forward to that. And Almighty God came and said, Abraham, if you will walk out and follow my voice, forget about what your father has. Follow and depend solely upon me. He said, I will make your name great. Then I will bless you. And then I will give you your heart's desire. I will make you a father. I will make Sarah a mother of nations. And it will happen in your lifetime. And every word that God spoke came to pass. And Romans tells us how. Because Abraham walked by faith. Now we have been challenged to step into those same steps of faith like Abraham did. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. I said, hallelujah, somebody. Praise God. There were certain things that Abraham did that caused God to begin to take him at his word. You know, and and God began to say, hey, I'm going to do something for this man. Now let's go to the book of Genesis 
and chapter 15 and look at some, some more things about this story. Remember? Abraham had a covenant with God. Through the blood of Jesus, you and I, according to the book of Hebrews, have a better covenant. That is based upon what? Better promises. So if Abraham could receive this supernatural touch from God, a miracle from God that changed his whole life, then you can receive it too. And what we're trying to show you here is this. It didn't just happen by accident. Abraham walked in some steps of faith. He did some deliberate things. To trust and follow the voice of God. And where God will find a man or woman who is excited about his voice. Who have made up their mind to trust his voice and follow it and believe it. Then they will begin to see the same move of the power of God and the miraculous like Abraham and Sarah experienced. Now, uh, uh, Genesis chapter 15. And after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham. In fact, let's start from Genesis chapter 12. Because I want you to see this with me. What God said to Abraham. See with me what God said to Abraham. Now, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And I will make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Can somebody say I receive that? And then God continues there in verse 3. And I will bless them that bless you. And I will curse them that curse you. And in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Part of the cover right there in verse 3 is divine protection. God says, I will fight for you. That's why I said to Abraham. Because I'm the one who's going to do certain things in your life. And because I begin to do it, it doesn't matter who's against you. If they bless you, I bless them. If they curse you, I will curse them. Don't even open your mouth. Mm, my, 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 my. Verse 4 says, So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was seventy and five years old when he departed out of the land of Haran. Hallelujah. He departed. He obeyed God at seventy-five. Glory be to God. Seventy-five year old, that's, that's, retire, that's over retirement age in our land. But you don't retire from trusting God. I said you don't retire from trusting God. Hallelujah. 75 year old man. Ready for an adventure of faith. Some people seem to have this idea. That after I've been a Christian for a few years. Then I slowed down. What would you do if you were 75 years old? Abraham was ready to trust God at 75 what he couldn't do at 20. Not even at 30. At 75. See, that got God excited. A 75-year-old man ready to go all the way. Somebody say, I'm ready to go all the way. Shout it, I'm ready to go all the way. I'm ready to go all the way with God. Amen. 75 years old. Follow me, God said, and I will do this for you. And Abraham obeyed. Now, put your hand there. Go to Galatians chapter 3. I want us to look at several things this evening. Why is it that we are called to walk in the steps, same steps as Abraham walked, the steps of faith, not the steps of fear, not the steps of doubt and unbelief. Because faith always causes things to happen, the grace of God to manifest the power and the miraculous. Now look with me to Galatians chapter 3 and I want you to see this with me. Verse 29. 
Galatians chapter 3 and verse 29. This is why you are called upon to follow the footsteps of faith of Abraham. Who is the father of faith. The father of us all in the faith. The reason is very simple. Abraham lived under the old covenant. Yes. We live under the new covenant. But look at the connection here. Galatians 3.29. Let's read it together. Loud. Want to go. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. One more time again. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to... One more time again. And if ye be Christ, then are ye and heirs... Come on. If you are Christ, you are the seed of Abraham. I dare to proclaim it again tonight. This new year, that I am the seed of Abraham in my generation. I am Christ because I have surrendered my heart to Jesus. And because of that, Jesus in their generation. Some things, because of the covenant, are supposed to happen in my life. Some things, because of the covenant, are supposed to change. Some things, because of the covenant, are supposed to come alive. It's not a matter of, hey, this is what I've been experiencing. No, 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 no. Because of the covenant, glory be to God, if you are Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and you are an heir. That means there's something for you to inherit and experience of the goodness of God on this earth. Shout it again. This is my year to experience the best that God has. Say it again. This is my year to experience the best that God has for me. Say it one more time. Uh Uh-huh. Say it one more time. To experience. One more time again. Yes. Yes. Amen. And it's because of the covenant. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. If you be Christ, then are you what? Abraham's seed. And an heir according to the promise. Go back with me to Genesis so notice the promises God had made to this man. Abraham, get out of your father's and follow me. I will make your name great. I will bless you. I will fulfill the, the, the desire of your heart by making you a father of many nations. Glory be to God. Genesis chapter 15. Let's keep looking at this. Mm, my, 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 my. Oh, glory be to God. Genesis chapter 15. I better still, let, let, let me, let me, let's go to Genesis 17 and we'll come to verse 15. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, 99, remember God called him at 75 in Genesis chapter 12? 75 to 99, how many years has transpired? 24 years have gone past. Yet not one day has God said, I changed my mind. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? God told him at, this be, at the beginning, this is what I will do in your life. I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will make you a father of many nations. I will stand by you. Whoever blesses you, I will bless. Whoever curses you, I will curse. I'm taking you somewhere. Ladies and gentlemen, 24 years have passed and God has not changed his mind. And I want to remind you, in this new year, whatever God has spoken to you as a promise, he has not changed his mind. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. I said he has not changed his mind. You better understand, that makes all the difference. Things may have changed around you. People may have changed around you. Circumstances may have changed around you. But God's word has not changed. Because God has not changed his mind concerning you. Glory be to God. 
So what you began to believe in God at the beginning, all we got to say tonight is keep believing that. Keep holding on to that. Because God has not changed His mind, and every word He has spoken, hey, 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 if there was ever a time that those words can come to pass, it is now. I am in a better position today to receive from God because I know better. Because I know how to do some things better. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're not at a loss. Keep expecting the best. Tell your neighbor for me. Keep expecting the best. Come on, tell somebody for me. Amen. Now watch this. Genesis chapter 17. And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Now people misread that sometimes. They, 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 they talk about, oh, the work of perfection. That's not what God is saying. That the word perfect there literally means matured. Why did it take 25 years before the miracle came? Because Abraham had to mature in his faith. That's right. Because too many times, too many people's faith is in their head, it's not in their heart. Biblical faith works in the heart, not in the head. That's why we say, today I believe, tomorrow I don't believe again. Today I believe, uh, uh, a devil stole my belief, he can't steal it. If it's in your heart, it is rooted. So it took 25 years for Abraham's faith to mind. Not because the word of God changed. I want you to catch that revelation. The word did not change. If Abraham had matured in faith the next day, he would have had Isaac the next day. And between Genesis chapter 12 and 17, you see what happened. After a few years of waiting, when nothing happened, Abraham said, "Eh, eh," said, what is God doing now? Sarah too began to doubt. And then she sent her maid, you know, and go and give give this man a child. And that's how Ishmael was born. And God said, I didn't send you to have Ishmael. I said, I will give you your own child, your own seed. Are you getting what I'm saying, somebody? So Abraham, too, was fluctuating. And God said, I'm going to let you fluctuate until you are ready. (laughs) Amen, somebody. Maybe that's why some of us are where we are. We're still fluctuating. And God said, until you, you are steady. The miracle will come when your faith is steady. No one is after like balloon. See this balloon blowing the air. No, no, no. And the Bible tells us that's exactly what happened to Abraham. Because at 75, even though God had spoken to him, he was not ready. He was not matured. His faith was not where it should be. It was still in his head. He was excited, but it was fluctuating. But at 99, that he had been through some things and still holding on to the word of God. And God had reassured him. The Bible says he was ready. Ready to get a hold of the things God wanted to do. Hallelujah, somebody. Now understand this, ladies and gentlemen. The minute Abraham was ready, there was nothing that could stop his miracle. Did somebody hear what I'm saying? Now, at 75, when he was not ready, which was a better time, quote-unquote, to receive the miracle child of Isaac, it didn't come. At 100 years old, when it was even more impossible, but his faith was ready. Oh, I want you to get that. At 100 years old, Abraham Sarah is now 90 years old. A would-be mother is now 90 years old. When it was more impossible, when it was more delicate, when it was totally just, it can happen. Yet, because their faith was ready. Somebody said, my faith is ready. The miracle came faster. So the Bible is not wrong when it says, sit down. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Why are you here? Why are you back here today hearing the word of God? Because God wants to mature your faith to the place where you know that you know that you know. And once you get to that place, boom, just like that, things will begin to fall into place. 
Because the word of God has not changed. The promise has not changed. The power of God has not changed. But if your faith and my faith is not where it's supposed to be, then it will take longer. Too many people talk about uh, delay, delay, delay. Uh, I heard one day one man was preaching. He said, we bind the spirit of delay. What is the spirit of delay? The man is not ready. That's not the spirit. <laughs> it's the man himself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So what he needs to do is to walk on his faith. Because the minute your faith is ready, things will happen. Is somebody getting what I'm saying tonight? Abraham was 75. Look at the promises God made to him in Genesis 12. Of course he was excited. He walked out of his father's house. He was excited about the promise. But his faith was not ready yet for some other things. Now at 99, almost 100 years old, he's ready. He took time to walk. We don't have to go through all that tonight. But he took time to walk on some things in his own life. We're going to read about that later. I'm going to finish this on Sunday. You know, he took time to walk on that. And when he did, the Bible says, he became perfect or the word really is matured. Now, let me read that again to you. Go to Romans chapter 4 with me. Let me show you. The same story in Matthew, uh, Genesis 17. Notice this, verse Romans 4 and verse 21. This is the same thing there about his faith being matured. Notice verse 21, Romans chapter 4. And being fully persuaded. That's what it means to be matured. You become fully persuaded. That, listen to this, that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Mm, I tell you, that, that scripture got me. That means at the beginning, Abraham was not fully persuaded. He would look at it, yes, yeah, so, oh, praise the Lord, for thy word, O oh Lord, thy word is said to him. He will sing that song and dance and dance and, and do all of that. While he's in church. But when he gets home, doubt will come and say, God, when now? God, God, when now? Then in church again, hey, me, I know God so far. You know, while he's in church, he's dancing and all that. When he gets home again, God, when now? God, when? I just suffer, God. But he just sang, yeah, I know God so far. So that, that's a fluctuating kind of faith, up and down. One thing is singing in church. At home, is there another thing? Remember again, the promise does not change. But the faith has to mature. And Abraham got to that place at the age of 100. When he became fully persuaded. Oh, Jesus. That whatever God has said, it must happen. I pray God will bring you to that place of maturity in this new year. A place of maturity in your faith that you will know, that you know, that you know, that you know that whatever God has promised you, it's coming to pass. It's, it's going to happen. Don't ask me how I know. I just know it. My faith is ready to receive it. That whatever He has said to me, spiritually, physically, financially, I know that I'm going to get it. I know that it's coming into my hand. I know that's going to happen. The devil can walk on top of his head. But I'm going to see God. Whatever He has promised, come to pass for me. Abraham became fully persuaded. That's what we're aiming for. Because when you get to that point, all things become possible. All things. It's not a struggle anymore. It's not a struggle anymore. Hallelujah. You hear what I'm saying? It's not an issue of delay. It's not an issue of binding spirits. Scatter, I scatter the spirit of delay with spirit. It is the person. He has to mature in faith. He cannot go to God with fluctuating faith. One day up, one day down. He's got to come to the place where he can say, I know it's going to work. 
And I pray in the name of Jesus, God will bring you to that place this year where you know you've listened to His voice. You've read this word over. You've meditated in this word. You've prayed over this word. And you know that you know. And you can look the devil in the eye. Look your circumstances in the eye. Look the very thing man said cannot happen. And say, uh-uh, you're too late. I am now fully persuaded. I didn't know it before. I didn't think it could happen. But now something more has come into my life. I am stronger in the Lord and I know that I know that something is going to happen. Oh, hallelujah somebody. Abraham got to that place. You know, I asked the Lord, I said, God, I said, wow, this man is alive. And God said, yes. And the Spirit of God said to me, He said, did you know that if Abraham or Sarah had been 500 years old, they would still have had a child? See, when your faith is ready, anything is possible. Anything. I mean, I'm a doctor by training. I, I, I did physiology, you know. We did, we did ups and gyne in our, in our medical clinicals. And we all know about the reproductive organs of a woman. They tell us by the age of 35, 40, 45, a woman is already going into menopause. And some hormones are going out of shape. It's going out of shape. Everything is out of shape. But honey, when God has his hand on you, whatever is out of shape can come back into shape. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Whatever is out of balance will immediately hear the voice of God. It will find balance. Come on somebody. Sarah at the age of 90. Do you understand what we're saying? That is double menopause. That is double everything wrong. That is double impossibility. And God said, well, that is man's terminology. That is science terminology. But my terminology is this. If she can believe her, all things are possible. And if I say she will have a child, and she believes she will have a child, she will have a child. What are you believing God for this year? Walk on your faith. I challenge you to walk on your faith. Deliberately sit down and build yourself up. Don't sit down there and listen to the lies of the devil. Some of us have been listening to lies for years. It can't work. There's too much problem. There's too much obstacle. Come on, somebody. Compare your obstacle to Abraham's obstacle. Compare your obstacle to Sarah's obstacle. Do you understand? At the age of 90, medically speaking, your tubes, your, your ovary, your everything is supposed to have disappeared, become mere tissue. Come on, tell me, where did Isaac came, come from? Isaac came through the loins of Abraham and through the tubes and the ovaries and the uterus of Sarah. Normal delivery. At the age of 90. God can give you a miracle this year that will defy every natural consequence. It will defy every natural rule. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When your faith is ready, to me, that's the biggest thing right now. Build yourself up. Stare yourself up in faith. Get yourself ready to walk in the same steps like Abraham did. At the age of 90, Oh, hallelujah. At the age of 90. Because the man did some things. I got in Romans chapter 4. I don't have time to go into that tonight, but I'll do that on Sunday. Abraham also did some things. One of the things we've seen here is this. The Bible says he believed God. He knew in the natural, it's impossible. He knew in the natural... Left to me, it can't happen. He knew in the natural, left to me, I don't have the resources. He knew in the natural, left to me, there's no way it's going to turn around. But when the voice of God came, he knew whatever was impossible with men ah, has become possible with God. 
when the voice of God came, he knew whatever was my limitation in the natural has become unlimited in the spiritual. Oh, glory be to God. And I'm here to let somebody know tonight, uh, in this new year of walking in the steps of faith with Abraham, God's going to move you away from every limit. God's going to move you away from everything that's standing in your way as you walk on your faith and you mature yourself in faith because you have heard the voice of God and you know that the voice of God cannot lie. This is my year for the greatest things that God will do. This is my year to experience God like never before. This is my year when every limitation, every boundary is going to be removed. My faith is saying that today. I am going to see God do some awesome things this year. I'm going to see God take me from nothing unto something. I'm going to see God fulfill every desire that's in my heart. I'm going to see God bring every word to pass because I have become fully persuaded. Lift up that hand and thank him tonight. Glory be to God. Glory be to God somebody. Glory be to God somebody. Make up your mind right now. I'm going to walk on my faith. I'm going to mature my faith. I'm going to build this thing up because I am going to become another Abraham in my generation. This is my time to experience God. I'm breaking out of every limit, every boundary. In the name of Jesus. Ah, Whatever is not possible with man. It's going to be possible with God in my life. And I begin to lay hold upon that. Oh, glory be to God. I begin to lay hold upon that. Come on, somebody. Lay hold upon that. God's voice has spoken to you. God has said some things definitely to you. You lay hold upon that in the name of Jesus. My, 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 my. Oh, glory be to God. God is looking for men and women who will walk in the steps of faith like Abraham did. I can turn any situation around. Mature your faith. Make that a project this year. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And one thing I've made up my mind to do this year, hear me very carefully. I'm going to do many, many seminars on faith this year. I'm going to teach you the Word of God. I'm going to teach you how to walk in this thing. Because it's time for you to begin to experience this God. And remember, it's not just about head faith, head faith doesn't get you anywhere. That's why we can't get it in one night. But as we listen, faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And you make that a choice. I have made a choice. That's why I'm where I am today. I have made a choice to mature my faith. I have made a choice to deliberately walk on my faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying tonight? deliberately walk on your faith. Don't leave it as, as an option. You see, most people see faith as something you run to when things are not working. Wrong. Faith is something you have before things are not working. Let me correct that again. Faith is not what you run to when things fall apart. That is the only time some people don't, ah, faith, faith, faith. Hey, faith, faith, faith. The things have already gone wrong. You need to understand that faith is a protector. Faith is a protector, not an adjuster. So don't wait till things go wrong, fall apart. Then faith, faith, faith. Hey, pastor, pray for me to have more faith. That's a joke. 
Don't you see in the life of Abraham? Until his faith matured, nothing happened. So faith had to be there before something happened. I repeat that. Faith had to be there before something happened. Hallelujah, somebody. Glory be to God. This ministry is referred to as the voice of faith ministries. The name of our church group is Christ Chapel International Churches. But basic, our basic registration name is the voice of faith ministry. A voice of faith. God wants you to be a voice of faith this year, 2005. A voice of faith. Did you hear what I said? A voice of faith. A voice of faith. A voice of faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Glory be to God. A voice of faith. A man at the age of 100 who said, I am now fully persuaded. Whatever. If God told me today that this land can become sea, I will believe it. Abraham had got into that place where God himself had said, I will honor whatever he believes. Whatever he believes, I will honor it. Took 25 years for the man to walk on himself. It was not a spirit of delay, beg your pardon. It was maturing time. Now today, by the grace of God, we, we have more ways of even maturing quickly. Than Abraham had. We have tapes. We have books. Abraham didn't have all that. We have teachers. We have church. That's why we have a better covenant. Now if you know, if we don't use that. There will be more delay than Abraham had. Quote unquote. Because nothing will happen in the absence of faith. Your biggest dreams will not happen in the absence of faith. Let faith be that anchor first. Then you watch the miracles coming. Amen, somebody. Lift up that hand and thank God for his word. Thank God we came to stir you up tonight. To let you know you're going somewhere this new year. Your faith in God is going to do some powerful things in your life. You begin to get a hold of that, my faith in God. I am going to mature it. I'm going to build it up deliberately. And I'm going to see God do some things in my life and like I have never seen it before. God can take a nothing, 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 a nobody, a reject. God can, can move where nothing is supposed to happen and make it happen. Come on, somebody. It's because of walking in these steps of faith like our father Abraham. Now lift up your hand. We'll say in the name of Jesus. I declare tonight that I am a seed of Abraham because I am connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I make a choice tonight. That I will walk in the faith, in the steps of faith, of, of, like Abraham did. I will walk in the steps of faith, like Abraham did. And I thank you, my Father, because this is my year. This is my time to experience you like I have never done before. And I know it is according to my faith. So I make a choice tonight. I will build my faith. I will mature my faith. I will walk on my faith. Because this is my year for receiving. Say it again. This is my year for receiving. This is my year for receiving. This is my year for receiving. Glory be to God. Walking in the steps of faith. The steps. Walking in those stairs, I mean, that's why it doesn't happen overnight. If you're climbing staircase, you know, you don't just put your foot on stair, stair number one, arrive at stair number 20. No. You have to walk at it until you climb up. But I want to challenge you. This is a year to excel. 
this is the year for you to beat your own record. Did you hear me, somebody? This is the year to go beyond where you reached last year. Beat your own record. Go beyond your boundaries. See, if you don't think like that, you won't do it. And your primary key is your faith. Mature it. Get a hold of what God has said. Hallelujah, somebody. Oh, glory be to God. I don't know about you, but I, I preach to myself tonight. I'm stirred up tonight. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let your life run like it has never run. Glory be to God. Because when Abraham became fully persuaded, he knew God will do anything that he could believe God for. Are you hearing what I'm saying, somebody? Let's begin to pull that in. Let's begin to pull that in tonight in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. 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 Amen. If you have your your tithes, bring it forth.